0: Welcome to That NAMs podcast, a podcast produced by the New Anglican Missionary Society for those that have a heart for or are interested in church planning, discipleship, and world missions. On this episode, Servant General John Schuler continues the discussion of the cycle of discipleship by bringing us to step six, which is deploying. This is when a new disciple is deployed into the ministry that is uniquely his. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to that Nams podcast. My name is John Schuler. This is podcast number 29. Glad to have you join me today. We're come to that place in the cycle of discipleship that we call deployed. Um, it's the sixth and, and next to last stage in the cycle as we as we teach it and as we share it, when a person who has been welcomed into the life of a believing disciple and has learned enough about the gospel to be aware that it requires a personal decision, a decision that is a life or death decision, a decision that involves the whole of who they are, and has given themselves to the Lord in that third step that only God the Holy Spirit can bring about, which is that they have been Born again of the Spirit of God. They have been converted. Their heart has been baptized by the Spirit. And we we've 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 walked through that then is the most critical moment, critical season in nurturing them in the elementary disciplines that will enable them to grow stronger and stronger and walk with Christ for a lifetime, no matter what the external circumstances might be. And we've discussed at some length the challenge of helping new disciples when they are being nurtured and as they are coming into some of the elementary steps of their life in Christ to start to discover how God has uniquely equipped them, how God has made them in creation, and how the Holy Spirit has touched them and, and given gifts to them, and their life experiences have shown something of that gifting. And, and then the reality, of course, is that all of these are intertwined. God Almighty can use any cycle or system or order of events that he chooses. But in the, the mind that we have and that we bring to this, that the key next element that a discipling leader must be seeing brought to pass in the life of a new disciple is that they begin to learn to exercise the ministry that God has given them where he needs them. We call it deployed because when we came to the fullness of this cycle, as we now understand it, we were living in a naval community where there were men and women coming and going on naval deployment. So it was real easy to use that word. But <clears throat> we mean by that that they're sent. They, they, they don't just know their gifts. They're sent into a place where they can use their gifts and where those gifts are bearing fruit. Sometimes we like to use the word that Paul uses with some regularity, translated into English, assigned, the work that I have been assigned to do, the place that I have been assigned to go. So we're talking then about that step. And for new believers, new disciples, those steps are very often very baby steps, there are places to exercise ministry that require very little training, very little maturity, but are necessary in the life of the body of Christ. There are things that we can be asked to do, and in the doing, we will discover if we, if we are good at it, if we have some ability to accomplish it, if we are experiencing a certain amount of joy when we do it. Those are clues that we are taking baby steps into areas where God is calling us. If we take early steps in being deployed and sent and using our gifts and things go wrong and things go wrong and things go wrong, we stumble, we stumble, we stumble. Those are moments and places where we must flee to the Lord. We must seek his face. We must turn to him in prayer, and we must turn to those who are over us in the Lord and love us and know us to try to understand, am I stumbling because I have been tripped up by others or by circumstances, and I'm just young and immature, or am I stumbling because I'm trying to do something that is not my work to do, that things are not going well because I'm not bringing myself to the unique place where God desires me to be. There are sometimes in the early steps and in the early walk with the Lord, in the early era of being a servant and being used and being in ministry, being deployed, when we have seasons of grace um, and we see and bear real fruit. But sometimes we are left with a heart yearning that there is something more, that there is a way in which God has called me or equipped me that is not being realized. And so even though we may be finding favor, favor with God and favor with men to some extent, nevertheless we are left with the inner conviction that there is a call on our life that has not yet been realized. One of the ways that the Lord sometimes makes that plain is he closes a door. He he absolutely makes it impossible for us to go forward and we have to rethink and pray again and seek counsel again about what the future might be. Other times, the way of our calling presents itself as an open door and we know it and we can walk through it. The reality is that helping men and women discern and move into the unique work that God has given them to do is a part of the responsibility of the local church. It's part of the, the call that is on those who have responsibility for the oversight and well-being of a congregation. But sending, sending occurs in a variety of ways. Um, being deployed can occur because an individual with responsibility for our lives or oversight of a ministry Um, literally ask us to go. They say, I need you to do this. Um, Will you do that? And we get sent for sometimes what can often seem even mundane work, but we are definitely being deployed. We're being deployed because there is a need. Sometimes that need is a very profound need. And those individuals who are sending us have discerned in us that we have, or they believe we have, the gifts and the abilities that are necessary for the task that they are sending us to. We see all kinds of examples of this in the New Testament. Um, We see it in the Old, of course, as well, but in the New Testament it's very abundantly uh, revealed to us. I'm just thinking at the moment of Paul in the letter to the Philippians when the church in Philippi have sent people to Paul and Paul is now writing back to Philippi. And he tells them that's his intention to send Timothy. Timothy is his right-hand man. He has no one like Timothy, he says. Uh, but that's not yet happened. But he intends to, to do it. He tends to send him. And he says that he's sending Epaphroditus. That's a, a thing that's now happening. Perhaps Epaphroditus is carrying the letter. Both of those are revealed in the second chapter of the Philippian letter. Sometimes the corporate body sends us. Um, probably the most classic to well, the most classic single example would probably be the Jerusalem Council, as we call it. When uh, as described by Luke in Acts chapter 15, um, the church in Antioch has sent people to Jerusalem, and the church and the the, the body of Christ in Jerusalem ends up sending missionaries back, sending people back. So there is a a corporate element that sometimes is involved in the deploying um, of of one of God's servants for the work that God has for them to do. And sometimes God intervenes directly by the Holy Spirit. Um, It's not through an individual with leadership responsibility. It's not through a corporate decision of a corporate body or a corporate board or a corporate entity of some kind. It is a divine work of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit says, set apart Paul and Barnabas for the work that I have for them to do. Sometimes that's the pattern, that God uniquely speaks, and when he speaks, his sheep must obey. If the Lord Jesus says, go, a person must go. Now, integrating these three things, individual, often with the responsibility of oversight, individual sending, corporate sending, and God the Holy Spirit sending, ideally all three of these are intertwined. All three of these play a part. It's the rarest of circumstances, the absolute rarest of circumstances. When God calls a man to go and he is meant by God to go without the inner action, without the prayers, without the counsel, without the discernment of the body of Christ and other individuals. I would say as an absolute um, matter of impossible, well, for me, impossible to neglect is if a person is married, it is a very rare experience to be sent to do anything that your spouse does not believe to be the will of God. But whatever it is, however we are sent, the the bottom line is that we are trying to see and trying to learn and trying to discern where we uniquely fit. It has to be evaluated. It has to be examined. And there come times when we must be redeployed. We have hit a roadblock. That is, it is a roadblock of God, and we are to move in a new direction. Other times, we have to be helped to see, no, this is resistance to the call of God we must persevere. The the truth of the gospel reveals again and again that Jesus Christ calls his people to unique things, to unique work, and his sheep hear his voice. When he speaks, we are deployed, sometimes through those over us in the Lord, sometimes through the corporate life of the community, sometimes by the direct revelation of God. In any case, Our heart's desire is to do the work he has given us to do, to do the work that puts us in the center of God's will. Well, thank you for joining me today. I'll look forward to being together next week, God willing. If you enjoyed this week's episode of That NAMS Podcast, please rate, comment, and subscribe on whichever podcast platform you're using. Also, if you would like to get in touch with us or want to learn more about NAMS and our mission, please visit us on our website at namsnetwork.com. Thanks for joining us, and God bless.